Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews. My name's TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. This is episode 49, Binary Stars. How the fuck are you, Emo Dean? Oh, if you're Emo Dean, does that make me a brockish Hank? Yes. Nice. I can dig with that. How the fuck are you, Emo Dean? (laughs) Feeling kind of emo today. (laughs) Yeah. Did you recently find out that you're a clone and it's just not agreeing with you? Yeah. I dyed my hair black. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Plus, you know, you're trying to use your emo core to uh, entice Triana, right? Yes. Yeah. Because she's got that cool new boyfriend who walks with the crutches can't remember the yes. character's name i think he showed up in a episode yeah I, I don't feel like he was that consequential yeah actually that might have been the last episode that triana even showed up in yeah that's a fair point i don't think we've seen her in literal years yeah i mean she definitely didn't show up in new york <laughs> it makes me wonder if they'll bring her back at all for the final movie Maybe I don't really see it being necessary, but I guess it would be nice to get like some form of closure with the character. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. All right. Um, thank you for joining us for Venture Chat. Uh, go and watch the Venture Brothers. It's a fantastic cartoon. Yes, it is. Well, go watch all of it immediately. All of it now, now. I mean, actually, no. Wait, wait till you're done listening to this, and then go watch it. No, no. Fuck us. Like, go watch it now. <laughs> but then come back and listen to us. All right. Are you back? Yes. Wasn't that fucking awesome? It's such a great cartoon. All right. Uh, let's get into beer number one today. Beer number one today comes to us from Spyglass Brewing Company out of somewhere in New Hampshire. It's Nashua you've been N- Nashua. there. Nashua. I fucking, even if I've been there, I, I don't know city names for the most part. Um, It is called Binary Stars. I'm guessing it's like a double hop series, and the hop in this one is Rewaka. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Oh, yes, ex- that's exactly what it is. So this is a New England-style IPA kettle and dry hopped with Citra and Rewaka. All right. So I'm guessing Citra is the constant. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, three, two, one, crack. It immediately smells good. Mm. So when Emily said that Spyglass had a beer called Binary Stars, it was like, fuck me. We got to fucking do that as a show beer because... It's what her and I have called ourselves for years. years years. (laughs) We're a binary star system. We'll never touch, but (laughs) we're always there for each other. (laughs) Yep. That's pretty accurate. Oh, man. This is nice. Yeah, I I dig this a lot, actually. Like, Rewaka is not a hop that I really know all too well, but, like, I can definitely... I don't think I'd ever heard of it before. Yeah, I'm not sure if I ever have either, but I can definitely, like, extrapolate its flavor from knowing what citra tastes like. Yes. So, it's nice. Like, it's got um, kind of more of an earthy flavor, I think, than a lot of hops that you see nowadays but like without all of the bitterness that comes along with those like 
earthy hops that yeah, were very it, popular in West Coast styles. It's almost like a um, like earthy herbaceousness. That's what she said. Yeah, I mean, I really hope that she's not saying that my dick has a earthy herbaceousness to it. Because I mean, gross. That, that, that's a lot better than a lot of descriptions I've heard of <laughs> dick. So you know. <laughs> This episode brought to you by The Lemon Party. Lemonparty.com for all your Don Lemon Party needs. <laughs> Do you want to throw a Don Lemon themed party? Definitely go to that website. Uh, all right. We've got beers to talk about. Um, so Emily and I hung out a little while ago. In fact, these next two are from the same night that we ended up going to Trillium. We ended up well, meeting time. Well, yeah, the first time, because we've now been back there since I've moved here. Uh, but we ended up meeting. Um, I don't know. Should I use his actual name or should I just call him like Mr. A Tool? <laughs> no, because fi- Mr. Generic white guy number 63. <laughs> yeah. Generic white guy number 63. <laughs> ended up. I don't know why, like, because Emily and I will, like, shoot the shit with fucking random people and, you know, often don't say no to an adventure of some kind. And this guy was like, hey, you want to go to a get another drink? We can either go to the place that isn't as expensive or go to the more expensive place. And me being me, I'm already thinking, well, I, I feel like I'd rather go to the more expensive place. But we ended up going to the less expensive place first. And it yeah. was Jake and Joe's. I had never been to a Jake and Joe's. I had no idea that it's a fucking chain. It just felt like generic overproduced sports bar. Yes, basically. I and, think I had been to one before and blah, blah. Yeah, and had the beer selection to go along with generic overproduced sports bar. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't even think I bothered checking it in because I think I got a uh, Sam Adams very hazy, mm. and because that was like the best thing that they had. If that tells you anything, yeah, which it I should. I don't even remember what the fuck I got, but oh, you got some like house brew something that was like Jake and Joe's. Oh yeah, beer by fucking i don't know who the hell was it it was someone it was probably like, like sam adams oh no it was wormtown you're right i mean yay it yay. was i didn't even remember check i don't think i even checked it in so that's how impressive it was i mean you could have checked it in just to shit on it but you know oh i might have and just i'm not yeah. looking at my untapped i'm looking at your untapped because you're usually yeah. the better one about checking things in <laughs> Uh, but we ended up going to a second place called C.F. McCarthy's in Canton. It was the expensive place. And honestly, it, it really wasn't expensive. It's kind of what I would expect. Like, it's fucking cheaper than Public House. Yeah. You, you know, like in mm-hmm. terms of like their general pores. But I'm going to guess that, you know, paying more than like $12 for a steak dinner is expensive for this kid. Like, like yeah gen- generic white guy number 63 is like it's like okay so you're willing to spend at trillium but not at a place that would actually give you you know 
trillion closer to trillium quality beers at like not a brewery i got the impression that he went to trillium because it was so close to either his home or his work one of those two so he accidentally ended up in a good place yes yes like it like happened upon a place that doesn't suck ah yes that would that would explain it it's like, oh, there's this new place opening. I'll go check it out. Wow, this doesn't suck. Everything else I consume must suck, though. Oh, can we, uh, can we take a quick sip for in loving memory of Gilbert Gottfried? Oh, yes, absolutely. I know that this episode isn't going to air for a f- couple of weeks from now, but this one is a sip for Gilbert Gottfried. Hell yeah. Because I have there- so many fond childhood memories of him from insomnia and well from having insomnia and watching usa late at night and watching him host usa's up all night which also helped to contribute to my love of like shit be horror yeah um and what's funny is like i had kind of forgotten why gilbert Gottfried got canceled because i do remember him getting canceled and i mean he's been canceled a couple of times yeah, but they were talking about it on Worst Year Ever, and I was reminded of the fact that he got canceled because, like, was it like a week after 9-11 that he started in with the 9-11 jokes? And, like, he kind of, it was, like, that was kind of like him taking one for the team because... Somebody he, had to break the ice on it, and it wasn't even, like, jokes. Well, and, it was and it's because... A, it was a joke at the roast of Hugh Hefner, I think. But it was like a week or two after 9-11 and it was like the first gathering together and he lays in, he starts in with a 9-11 joke and it's also where we ended up getting the documentary called The Aristocrats because as he was bombing hard on stage with the 9-11 joke, he then just turned page and went into The Aristocrats. Yeah. Have you ever seen that documentary? I don't think so. Uh, we got to find out what that's on because that's worth watching sometime. Um, but I, like Robert brought up an interesting point is that like the country socially was very much a like pressure cooker that was just building and building and building pressure wise. And we were st- it was starting to like, you know. People were starting to take shit out on each other. They were starting to take shit out. I mean, they were heavily starting to take shit out on like anyone who identifies as Muslim. Mm -hmm. And Gilbert Gottfried basically gave them a fucking lightning rod. It's like, nah, man, we need to like stop fighting each other and like just hate one guy. Fight this guy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's like, man, like, I'm sorry. Like, it sounds like he that was sort of his intent with doing that too and it's like man that is really taking one for the team cuz his career took a serious hit for a, a while yeah and it's like man like way to fucking throw yourself on the sword for the good of your country like just doing it in the only way that you know how with uh comedy i mean if we can't laugh about it then what can we do other than blow our fucking brains out yeah, so unfortunately, yeah, the, the the voice of Jared Kushner has died. Yeah. Does that mean Jared Kushner will never talk again? Because that would be totally <laughs> cool. I'd be cool with that. 
Uh, it also means the voice of Patrick Swayze died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi-ho, Roadhouse, away! <laughs> uh, point Break's his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, he was he was a special person. No, I, like, I, I know people who absolutely despise him just because of the tone of his voice. But like, for me, that was more in de- one of the more endearing qualities about him. Yes. I mean, he also leaned into it heavily. Oh, like, absolutely. He, he played it perfectly. I mean, fuck, he's the voice of Iago from Aladdin. Holy shit, you remember the parrot's name because I was like, he's also the parrot in Aladdin, whatever the fuck that was, its name was. Um, The only one I can't remember the name of is the name of Jasmine's tiger because I don't think that her father actually has a name. He's just always referred to as Sultan. Sultan yeah. of Agrabah. Oh. But yeah, we, we, we had a couple of beers at this uh, C.F. McCarthy's. Uh, one of the beers we had was from Relic Brewing Company out of Plainville, Connecticut. It was called The Whim. And yeah, the description tells me nothing about it. It was claiming to be a New England. It wasn't very New England. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't horrible, but I don't know. I gave it a 3.75. It was all right. <sighs> yeah. It was all right. As I mean, honestly, like, again, I, I have to applaud breweries in Connecticut for like doing stuff because, man, Connecticut needs wins somewhere. But like, Relic has never been one of my favorites. Like, they're not a place that it's like, ew, I won't drink anything from there, but I'm not going to be that pumped about getting anything from there. They're a place that I really want to like. It's just I've been yet to be blown away by anything that they do. Agreed. Or even like impressed by anything that they do. <laughs> also agreed. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by scratching a chin. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can go into the next one if you want. I've got, oh, it, got it pulled up. Oh, okay. Um, our next one is Beach Night IPA from Ragged Island Brewing Company. Ragged Island out of Portsmouth, Rhode Island. It's a IPA that's dry hop with Idaho 7 and Simcoe, which means that it should have been really good and it was really just merp. Hard agree as well. Like, oh man, I, I there are a lot of breweries in in Rhode Island, considering how small of a state it is. But like, most of them are like aggressively merp. I, I think that you're starting to get some of the better one, some better ones. Like, but I think they have a ways to go before they uh, compete with. Oh man, am I gonna say this? Like, I, I, I feel like Connecticut has better breweries than Rhode Island at this point. Yeah, I'm trying to think uh, about like Rhode Island breweries that even brew in Rhode Island. Like, I, I enjoy Gansett. Gansett's not good, but I enjoy Gansett. But they also don't brew in Rhode Island; they brew in New York. 
Yeah, they they don't they don't. Uh, they might brew some stuff in Rhode Island still, but not generally. Um, they, I, I mean, you've now had a proclamation that was fr- was is it proclamation? No, no, not proclamation. Proclamation's merp. Um, I had progression. But, progression, but pro- yeah, but progression is Northampton, Mass. Are they? Yeah. Oh. Well. Um. And I mean, I, I, I can talk about that progression that I had real fast. No, I mean, we can. Or save it for later. Let's save it um, for later. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, unlike me, because I didn't happen to save any can of it to share with you. But I feel like uh, I feel like by the time you would have been here to try it. It, it would have gone bad. Yeah, it would have gone it, bad. It, it's considering one of the, reasons, the first one I got went yeah. fu- was kind of fucky. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we're recording. This is like our third episode that we're recording this week. Second episode we're recording second. this week. Second one we're recording this week. Trying to get ahead of ourselves because Emily got some spyglass IPAs and we don't know how quickly they'll oxidize given how much like like nanobrewery IPAs will oxidize really fucking quickly. Yes. Which means that we can't actually enjoy the beer because the beer doesn't taste how it's supposed to. Right. It's like sours and stuff you can leave for a while. Not forever. Yeah. I mean, sours you can leave for a while. Barrel age, as long as it's right storage conditions, you can leave those for fucking years. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, no, I'm still struggling to think of a single Rhode Island brewery that actually isn't really impressed me. Um, and I'm coming up empty. Um, again, I don't think that they're all bad. I just like, it's like, man, even Connecticut's got well, at least one brewery that's blown me away. Um, I I, can't, I need to try more Alvarium, but I can't even think of Skygazer any. Uh, oh yeah, well, Skygazer is fucking fantastic. I can't even think of like any Rhode Island breweries except for, uh, you know, that one I just mentioned, whose name uh, proclamation. Me. Um, Ragged Island. Yeah, isn't there like a Thimble uh, Island? I think is Connecticut. Um, fuck, what's the name of the one revival? Oh yeah, they're Connecticut. They're Rhode Island, aren't they? Yeah, I've huh. been there a couple of times. I mean, they have a cool spot. Don't get me wrong, but eh, their their beers okay. Oh man, I think that several of their beers are not even okay. I, I think that they actually go more in the direction of bad. Yeah, it depends on what you're drinking. I mean, they do a very serviceable white IPA, for instance, but eh, you know, okay. it's not wildly exciting. But uh yeah so now that we're done shitting on the rest of southern new england um let's move on to shitting on something from our state (laughs) um so we also have now on a couple of occasions been to casey's crossing in holliston aka casey's pub um it was it is 
kind of near the center of town, um, and it is in a old railroad depot. And Appar- honestly, apparently, like, it's, it's the cool. on- apparently it's the only bar in Holliston. Oh, that would explain why all of the townies hang out there. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like finding out that it's the only bar in Holliston suddenly explained a whole lot about the place, except for why their food is so goddamn good. And, well, that's the thing I was going to say. If you're going to have a a bar, yeah, like, that's a that's not a bad fucking choice. Although maybe we just had wings on an off night, but the wings kind of sucked, and yeah. they were like, "We're known for our wings." Like, and I really like- want. I really wanted to get yeah. their fried pickles because that pickle pizza was bomb as shit. And you know, those yeah. pickles are house made. Yes. And like those Ooh. fucking mozzarella sticks. Bam. Yeah. Like a lot of places when they do like a house made mozzarella stick kind of fuck it up. Um, they did not fuck it up. In fact, they were, it was quite good. And I thought the marinara was solid. Yeah, no, that marinara was, um, Flavorful and chunky. Yeah, it it was it was more like a ragu than it was a marinara. Yeah, no, I dug the I like honestly the mozzarella sticks. I I dug the shit out of. I definitely I would eat the pizza again in a heartbeat, and I definitely want to try the fried pickles. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. the wings, the wings didn't impress me. It's like I want to I want to try. I want to give the wings another shot. Yeah, just because like you know they all their signage is like. We're known for our wings. And given how impressed I've been with like everything else from there, I'm guessing the wings were just an off night. I'm hoping. Like, yeah. like maybe we try boneless next time and yeah. their boneless is better, but like the bone in, like if you're known as a wing joint, your bone in should be good. And it's just I don't know. I, I feel like they weren't cooked well enough. I don't think they were massively undercooked, but like I think that they they were they the chicken was done all the way through, but I the don't chi- think that the skin was crispy enough. The chicken was cooked all the way through. It just didn't have any flavor. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got the flavor from the sauces and that uh golden sauce was really tasty. I was underimpressed with the maple one. But yeah, it was like maple bourbon, it, it, the maple bourbon teriyaki, maybe? I can't fucking remember. No, it wasn't a teriyaki. It was maple bourbon something. Maple, maybe maple maple bourbon barbecue. I don't know. Whatever it was, no, it was it like. it wasn't a barbecue either. Yeah, it was, either way, it wasn't. It just tasted like it was oh, coated maple with bourbon maple bourbon butter. Maple bourbon butter. There you go. How the fuck do you fuck that up? Like, I want to make a maple bourbon butter wing at home with like i don't know french butter basil hayden's and like local maple syrup and Mm. i bet i can make like a damn good wing see i want to do the same thing but do it with brussels sprouts Mm. like like make your sauce toss your sprouts in that sauce roast that sounds fucking bomb (laughs) yes it does i mean why not both Mm. Indeed. Um, but yeah, the 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 people we were talking to last time were talking up the their house made buffalo, and it's like I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I get 
kind of squirrely about people talking up their house-made buffalo when they're not literally in buffalo, but like I might as well give it a shot. No, next time we definitely do, I think, Buffalo and Roman. Because Roman is one of those ones that I love that I haven't had since the old the, days of the chicken bone. Yeah, the chicken bone. Man, I I don't know that I would have eaten there if I'd seen inside their kitchen, but like... Uh, oh, man. B- before I saw that episode of uh, Bar Rescue, yeah, I really dug the bone. After I saw that episode of Bar Rescue, I never ate at the bone. <laughs> it's funny, like, having done a bunch of inspections now in restaurants, like, you'd be surprised the places that, like, will surprise you with either, like, their kitchen is, like, fucking spotless or their or the kitchen is horrifying. And it's not always easy to tell based on, like, the restaurant out, like, outside of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like... I mean, was a-, a large part of it is the work ethic of the kitchen staff. Like, do, and do the, they do and the, what they need to? How much the owner sucks. How much the owner sucks. But, like, do they do what they need to? Or do they do, like, the bare fucking minimum? And, <clears throat> you know, it just sort of builds and builds and builds and expands. It's yeah, like the for- Big Bang Theory. I, I don't think you ever went there, but there was this... Uh, Italian restaurant in Stoneham that called I think it was called Felicia's maybe um, that like honestly had genuinely good food I don't know if things had gone had changed since I'd been there because it had been a number of years since I'd been there but like I went and did an inspection there after they closed and like that was the worst kitchen I've ever seen and I, I was like horrified that I had gone there and enjoyed food there. I mean, how much of the issue was, you know, people seeing the writing on the walls and not that's, caring? That's kind of my guess. Although, honestly, there was there there was enough grime, especially in the 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 floor of the bar, that there was mm. no way that it was like that. You know, it had just been like six months. Kitchen, maybe, but like the bar area especially was like my god i wonder the last time they cleaned their lines Ugh. yeah mm-hmm. but like that's one of those things that's not a bartender job no that that is that is a management ownership job to like call in the right people to do basic maintenance that is basic maintenance yeah yeah no i uh well, I mean, I'm kind of glad it's gone, considering how it looked. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so Casey's Pub, going back to that. Uh, still need to figure out, you know, at some point we should play pool while we're there, but, like... Yeah, totally forgot about the pool table last time we went. <laughs> I mean, they also had a Bruins game on the TV. Ah, uh, that's why know. we forgot about the pool table last time we went. <laughs> It's not all that hard for, I mean, like, I'm really bad at putting on hockey games nowadays, but, like, I will still be like, squirrel! And when there's a hockey game, you know, just put in front of me. All right, so now that we have lauded and advertised Casey's Pub, they are not paying us yet. Um, Pay (laughs) us. Yeah. If you get better beer on tap, well, like, if you get more better beer on tap, we'll talk about it. And hopefully drive up business. It might piss like off I'm, the townies, but 
the place it, the place is such a fucking towny joint but it's so rad too yeah like honestly it's one of the best towny joints i think i've ever seen like it's it's seems to be like an enjoyable place to hang out it's got good vibes it's got good food and like like everybody's really friendly there too yeah like and the beer selection is not bad for a towny bar honestly no it's really not bad for a towny bar like could it be better yes absolutely is but I mean, it seems awful? like no, no, not a, not by not by a long shot. I mean, considering that it seems like I'm guessing that Maine's lunch IPA and the Fiddlehead IPA seem to be are probably kind of staples there. Like you could do a whole fucking lot worse. Oh, yeah. Really? I mean, do you want to talk about one of the beers that we had there now that we've built them up so much? <laughs> yes. Um. So us being us, you know. I, I did okay. I did, I have what, to admit. I what's did have the a lunch. weirdest shit you got on tap? I I did have a lunch. I didn't bother checking it in because I've had it before. Yeah, we we all know lunch is good. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's still good. Um, in, by comparison, I mean not like the form, not not like the recipes change. Anyway, um, I got a Stranger in the Alps Pilsner from Beowulf Brewing. Um, Beowulf is in Amesbury, for those of you who don't know. Massachusetts. Um, yeah. Um, honestly, not bad for a Pilsner, but I mean, honestly, I've been fairly underwhelmed by mo- pretty much everything I've had from Beowulf at this point. Like, I really want them to be good. Um, again, it's another place that has a really cool space like Amesbury is like a neat town but I don't know like they just there's nothing that I can point to that makes me go yeah man this fucking beer is solid well like aren't they one of those breweries that does like style specific pretty goddamn solid but they're not doing anything like interesting I would say yes. Um, I definitely have had some like New England style IPAs and stuff, which is another way for like a place like that to shine. But they're just not, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I, again, I don't I think I've had some New England style IPAs from them and I don't think they were bad, but they weren't like, man, this sticks in my brain because it was really good. But nothing sticks in my brain because it was really bad either. So that's not that's a pretty good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Another beer that we had at Casey's Crossing was Blue Comet from Widowmaker Brewing out of Braintree, Massachusetts. Oh, shit. We should fucking go there sometime because that's no not shit. far from me either. Um, Get more Mary Lou's. I discovered he lives near Mary Lou's, folks. Do you know how fucking happy I am? Yes. For all the all you sweet coffee junkies, Mary Lou's. Keep going. Oh, actually, I got their like brewed pistachio flavor, and it was okay. pretty fucking solid. Like honestly, like you got that pistachio flavor without having to have the addition of like punch you in the face sweetness with like artificial pistachio. Yeah, for so folks, for those of you who don't know, um, there are a number of places around that do their own that do brewed flavors. So you can get it black, it has no calories, other than like the coffee itself. Oh, I don't even give a shit about the calories. I just, I'm just don't saying, really like, like sugar. I drink my I, fucking yeah. coffee black. Black yeah, is night. Can, yeah, you can get flavors with it while still having black coffee. Yep. Um 
places other places you can do that that we love heavenly are... donuts and yep. while you're there get yourself a meaty make meat meat although also they, they the barnyard. yeah they call it a barnyard and it, un- make sure you get it on a portuguese yeah thing. unless you're an idiot you get it on a portuguese sweet roll <laughs> um absolutely um the other place that i love that does brewed flavors is gourmet donuts um there's their sandwiches can be good but they're kind of hit or miss they also have uh portuguese sweet muffins and like they do a an amazing bismarck so if you like those get it um both places do great brewed flavors but the thing to know is most places in new england or most places in mass at least that do brewed flavors are doing it with new england coffee because they're a company that honestly makes decent you know has decent beans and they have good Mm -hmm. flavors and Mm -hmm. they're readily available Mm -hmm. the thing that makes mary lou's different is the fact that they do their own flavors oh that's cool i didn't realize that That's why they sell their own beans in their own bags and shit. And they have some different flavors that like you don't ever see it with New England coffee places. Very cool. Um <clears throat> All right, back into Blue Comet. It is brewed with Simcoe and Comet hops. Weird. Um 7.1 New England style IPA. I it was it was pretty decent. Like I think we both yeah. gave it a 4. I, you know, fucking nothing to write home mom, mom write home mom about, but okay. it was still pretty damn decent. Yeah, um, I would say that considering that that was one of Widowmaker's first offerings that I was ever aware of that I ever saw anywhere, and they mostly seem to have improved from there. I can't really. I can't really complain that much. Because, you know, they're the ones who do the Blender Ender series. They're the ones who have done uh, some other actually kind of solid New England style IPAs. Like, you know, if that's your, if, you know, Blue Comet's kind of your starting point and therefore sort of your flagship, like you could do a whole fucking lot worse. Indeed. I don't know why I keep on saying indeed. Because it's a fun word to say and because I say it all the time and I don't know. Maybe you say it all the time and you're the reason I say it all the time. I don't fucking know. Anyway, let's... uh. Binary stars, baby. I guess uh, let's talk about the last one from that night while I finish up this... Uh... This this uh, binary stars, which I'm still enjoying and has warmed up some, and I'm getting more of the citrus balancing with the earthy flavors now that it's warmed up a little bit, which is interesting. Yeah, it's uh, kind of why I'm glad that mine's already gone because I feel like I feel like the citra is too much of a hop to that, and it like takes away from the flavor of the ruwaka. Like, I would have rather, like, a more basic hop, like, I don't know, fucking Simcoe? No, I mean, Simcoe can actually have quite a bit of punch to it, depending on how you're doing it. Um, What I will say about this is, I find, I'm finding... This would have gone well with, um, 
uh, what's what's the fucking name of it? Mosaic. Oh, Mosaic can have a quite a punch to it as yeah. well. Um, now, Citro actually wasn't a terrible choice for this. I what I find interesting is that I think that when it was colder, the Rawaka was more prominent, and I and as it warmed up, the Citra became more prominent. So, and I don't I don't dislike either hop. So it's kind of just sort of changed the yeah. mishmash of the of the flavor profile, which is like actually kind of something that's a little bit different and i'm finding it a pleasant experience personally all right cool 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 uh you know play that funky music white boy um all right let's talk about another beer another beer that we ended up having not at casey's that night came to us from berkshire brewing company out of south deerfield massachusetts it's called Dandelion Haze. It's a New England IPA dry hopped with Galaxy and Citra. Um, Honestly, the can sucked more than the draft because I ended up having it on draft yesterday at uh, Conrad's in Walpole while doing laundry. Um, it, it did taste better on draft than it did in the can. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Like, it was not... I can't imagine it was wildly impressive on on tap either, but... Oh, no, it wasn't wildly impressive. It was enough for me to give it a 4 instead of a 3.75. That's fair. Yeah, it's still not a wildly impressive beer. Again, Berkshire's another one of those places that it's like, I don't hate anything that you do, but I'm not, I'm never really excited by anything that you do either. Like, you know, I'm willing to try your stuff, but like most of the reason we got it admittedly was because we went to like a shitty liquor store that closed like five minutes before we got, or five minutes after we got there. So Uh, yeah, no, it, it closed as soon as we left. Ah, yes. I mean, it's a good thing we ran in, grabbed stuff, and left, basically. So Yeah. You know. No, we, we were lucky to run in when we ran in, because if we had been, like, two minutes later, we, we, we would not have been able to get beer to go hang. Bonfire with friends! Yeah! Okay. Woo! Um, woo! I mean, what, what the hell else did we get? Because we got, um... We got, we got um, Summer Shandy. Yeah, and we got um, Exhibit A, Cat's Meow. Oh, yeah, Cat's Meow. Which um, I don't know that we've ever talked about on here, and I didn't think to check in. Um, folks, of the of those three beers, don't get me wrong. I, I actually do love the Dell's Shandy. I mean, it's Gansett, which I don't hate, and it's Dell's Lemonade, which I fucking love. So you mix the two together, and it can't possibly be that bad. Yeah, the, no, it, the basic lemon flavor is the far superior of the flavors, though. It is best ice fucking cold. Absolutely. But yeah, it's still, you know, an enjoyable, crushable beer, especially, you know, fucking spring, summer, fall, hanging out with friends. Yeah, I also like I, it makes me kind of want to go to the Big E and grab like one of those like big Dell's frozen lemonades and find a can of Gansett and just pour it in. Oh, 
That sounds awesome. <laughs> no shit, doesn't it? Oh man, I want to try that. Ooh, try it with their pink lemonade too. Oh, that sounds better. That yeah. Although, um, I don't think that the shandy is a lager. Is it? The shandy is literally just their Gansett, like the basic Gansett lager. Yes, it is. Oh, all right. Awesome. That's actually how it's usually done in England as well, which is where I assume where shandy comes from. But like, again, I will explain lemonade over there does not mean the same thing that it does here. It means like lemon flavored soda. Yeah. Like what if Sprite was way better? Um, so it's like that mixed with beer. It good. All right. Um, do we want to kick into our next beer or do we want to hear a word from our sponsors? I would assume that you would prefer to hear a word from our sponsors. I would like to hear a word from our sponsors. Today, um, folks, our sponsor is Raytheon. Raytheon, for when you really need knife missiles to take out a school bus in Yemen. Raytheon will but can help you with all of your school bus blowing up needs. Um, Sorry, Robert Evans. New England, That's a really good bit. New England Beer Reviews is also brought to you by uh, um, fucking... Oh, I can't remember the name of the actual company anymore. Give me a second. Um, today's episode is actually brought to you by R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company, Winston-Salem... New North Carolina. If it's yeah. not if it's not a camel, then you're doing it wrong. Just remember, kids, everyone wants to be like Joe Camel, and you can only be like Joe Camel if you're smoking. Um, Smoke. Smoke. Actually, it's also brought to you smoke. by American Spirit. American Spirit. Do you hate yourself enough to smoke, but not enough to smoke it with a bunch of fucking chemicals like RJ Reynolds cigarettes? Try American Spirits. We even make organic ones because they taste even less like ass. Uh, whereas the entire point of smoking is to kill yourself faster. So I love my chemicals. Um, <laughs> no, I like to like have my chemical. I, I, I have enough chemicals, but like, you know, I like to enjoy the flavor. Yes. Um, ride the pig. Grr, your waffles have sickened me. Fetch me the bucket. Fetch me the bucket. I'm sorry. You said pig. So. Yes, I know. It's it's where I was going with it. But Yo, yes, good. that's the end of our commercial break. Coming up next, our next beer to crack. Boy, I really hope you enjoyed those messages from cigarettes and knife missiles. Who the fuck are we getting to sponsor this show? Um, all right, we are on to beer number two. Beer number two today comes to us from Spyglass Brewing out of Nashua, New Hampshire? Um, yes. <laughs> this one is called Soliton. It's a Oded double IPA brewed with Strata, Ella, and Galaxy Hops. See, I like that this brewery tells you what the fuck the hops are on the fucking can. Yes. All right. Three, two, one. Crack. And also makes good beer. Mm -hmm. You know that too. Yes. Yeah, I'm still like 
hard on a kick for Oded IPAs. Oded New England style mm. IPAs. Mm. I mean, it gives boisterous head. <laughs> it sure does. It's <laughs> also what he said. Uh, but yeah, no, this is fucking delicious. Like, again, I'm really not surprised. Like, Spyglass is definitely one of those breweries to uh, keep an eye out for and, like, try their stuff and visit them because their shit is fucking legit. It absolutely is. And if you follow them on Instagram, they have been sending random kegs out to a few places, so you might even be able to get them closer to you. Nice. Um, hey, so last beer, we uh, took a sip for a fallen actor slash comedian. Um, this beer, I feel like we have to take another sip to commemorate a fallen brewery. Yes. Yes. Um, that's right, folks. We are talking about Yes Brewing. Our first interview with was with Brady Frost of Yes Brewing. And Yes Brewing is sadly no more. Yep. Um, Don't know what happened, but... I'm going to guess COVID is what happened. I'm going to guess COVID, too. No, breweries are... A tough business to make a profit in, similar to the restaurant industry, and uh, especially with COVID, like, you know, smaller, newer breweries had a really hard time, especially in that first, like, year, year and a half or so. Yeah, because a lot of how nano breweries make money is with people showing up, and if people can't show up then you're not going to make any fucking money. Yeah. Oh, oh man, this is so good. Mighty tasty. <laughs> yeah, like the uh some of the hops in here can have some bite to them, but like oats generally kind of smooth things out and make it a little bit sweeter. And the combination of both is fucking delightful. Um I deeply enjoy this yeah yeah um all right let's try and get through a handful more beers indeed before we call beers because we're we're around like 45 in something around there yeah um, so um I'll just throw this. I'll, I'll do a quick gloss over of this one. This is, I I had a beer from Hoofhearted. If you guys are familiar with Hoofhearted, they are out of. Marengo. Okay. I, yeah. I was going to say, I, I've been to the place that they have in Columbus. So I think of it as a Columbus brewery. So Columbus, Ohio. Um, but whatever fucking place they actually like their headquarters is, I, I don't know. Marengo. Um, sure. Um, it's a place I don't give a shit about, I'm sure. Um, so I have had the $60 nachos, which is a, I believe a double IPA. I 
got a chance to try the $120 nachos, which is a triple IPA. And it's fine. Um, it has a lot of the same problems that I have with tri- with triple IPAs in general, although this is not one of the worst ones I've ever had. I, I would personally recommend $60 nachos over this one, though. Good to know. Do they have a so, nine? Do they have a ninety dollar nachos? That's a good question. I think they actually might. Actually, now that I say that, maybe it's. I I can't remember, but yeah, it might be single, double, triple, sixty, ninety, one twenty. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. So, let me run through a couple of the other things that I got when I was picking up these beers. I mean, you know, I did go to Spyglass and oh, I did. You, you got to do market research. <laughs> yes, that that's that's we'll call it that. Um, I do love that Spyglass is a place that has not ruled out doing flights, um, but you can also just get small pours. Like if you're if you're like, oh, you know, I want to try a couple of things, but I don't necessarily want to be locked into like four small pours. You can get one. You can get two. You can get 20. Whatever the fuck you want. Awesome. You could just get small pours. <laughs> um, so things that we are not going to talk about on episode. I got Elastic Cloud, which is another dipa from them. This one is a dipa with oats and lactose. Hopped with Citra, Citra Cryo pellets, and Amarillo. Um, this one was bomb as fuck. Like... If you nice. if you think Soliton is great, like you would love that too. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, Elastic Cloud adds a bit more creaminess, a bit more smoothness and sweetness, but not in a bad way. It really just sort of enhances the oat flavor. It it's really really awesome. Another one on the sweeter end of things was a another Dippa called Drone, which is made with orange blossom honey and hopped with Nelson, El Dorado, and Bravo hops. And I think the thing that would most impress me about this, because I generally like honey IPAs for much the same reason that I like oat IPAs, mm-hmm. um, the most impressive thing about Drone to me is the fact that like you can absolutely taste the, like, the, I don't know, like, herbally florally sort of flavor that you get off of a good honey as opposed to like you just made it with like the shit honey that comes in a bear like it's impressive that you get very clear flavors of both the honey and the hops um i had aspect oriented which is wow i mean another dipa this one did not have the oats or the honey or any of that stuff. This one just had Citra, Matuka, and Galaxy and was honestly fucking incredible. Yeah, it um, sounds like a great hop combo. It is. And I think that in the uh, the person who was tending bar at the time was like, you need to get this. This is like my favorite thing we have on tap right now. And it was like, all right. Awesome. They were not wrong at all. At all. I always love it when a bartender can get behind a beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that I know that I did that plenty of times at Beat Brew Hall. I, I know that I keep on talking about this place. Guys, don't go there. 
that they might have good beer or at least they had good beer. I don't know if they do still now, but man, the, the management sucked when I was there. And I think that part of that is ownership. Yeah. So, you know, watch out for that Cosmica and the beehive. Or just say, fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. Or just say, fuck it. Um, I had Domain Wall, which is another DIPA. Um, this was a double IPA with Galaxy, Simcoe, Mosaic, and Rakao. Not bad, just not uh, didn't blow me away as much as Aspect Oriented. Um, and actually, the last one I had while I was at Spyglass was the actually the least impressive one I think I had, which was uh, Double Helix. It's another DIPA. This one was uh, American hops from Pacific Northwest and Michigan combined with Southern Hemisphere hops. Um, yeah, I, I get where they were going with this, and it's not bad, but like, I didn't enjoy it as much as any of the others I just mentioned or even the two that we're, that we're talking about today. So Yeah. I would still say do one more and then we're going to call the beer. Okay. Um, And then after I got home that night, I decided to crack one of the cans that I brought home, which they didn't have on tap. This was Heliosphere, which actually of the night was my least favorite of the dippers I had. But considering that that I gave it a four, you could fucking do worse for the worst beer I had that day. Um, and this one is Citra El Dorado and Idaho Gem, which is like really disappointing given that like with that hop combination, I would have expected this to be like above yeah, way some better. of the others. And this was my least favorite. But again, least favorite is relative here because I gave it a four. So, mm-hmm. you know. So it's still fucking good. It's just like. You know, not as good as other things that you've had or even other things you had that night. Right. All right. Uh, Now that we're done with beer talk, we're going to go into our pop culture stuff. Uh, I think that first thing I'm going to do since. Oh, did I talk about the night house last time? I don't think you're the one who seems to be better at remembering this shit than I am. I, I used to be better when I actually l- would listen back. Oh, to Oh yeah, I, I actually did talk about the Night House last time because I think that that was my previous like newish movie corner. review. Oh, yeah. No, weird shit corners, fucking like seltzers and ciders. <laughs> mm, weird shit corner. <laughs> um, so instead, I will go into nostalgia corner. Because I recently rewatched two movies that I haven't seen, I think, since I saw them in theaters. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so one of them was the uh, 2001 holiday slasher starring David Boreanz and um, fucking Marley Shelton and Denise Richards and others. Um, Catherine Heigl. Um called valentine (laughs) uh honestly as a holiday slasher it's not terrible but what's really bad is the script because like the entirety of the script is just like horribly written dialogue that then 
gets performed by poor direction. <laughs> oh, good. That sounds like a winning combination to me. Yeah. Yeah, no. It. I guess there's a reason why I haven't watched that since 2001 when I saw it in theaters. Uh, the other movie that I watched that I ended up fairly certain I saw in theaters uh, was Cry Wolf or Cry underscore Wolf. If you want to spell it right. Um, I want to say 2005. Uh, the only face that I remember from it is uh, one of the Winchesters from Supernatural. Oh, I've never seen a single episode of that show. Oh, I watched like uh, I've, I've seen like eight seasons of it. <laughs> You and like a ton of women. Um, there are people in general. There are fifteen. So I dropped out like halfway through. Ow. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I feel like there are other, like there are definitely other people in it. It's just the only face I remember. Oh no, the other face I remember from it is fucking John Bon Jovi's in it. Oh god, <laughs> that's not selling me on anything. Oh no, no, I am not trying to sell anyone in this movie. It's on HBO Max if you want to watch it, but it is not good. So maybe you don't want to watch it. But, like, that's why I'm here to watch it, so you don't necessarily have to. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel it's like I... when he makes us watch things. In case you didn't know, folks, that's the tagline of our new show that hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we've released the first episode of. Prod, prod. Yeah. We'll get yeah. electrified cattle prod if needed. Prod, I mean, prod. like, that would probably help, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm you might like still, it too much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> um but yes, uh folks, we are going to have another podcast called See It or Screw It. We because we watch it so you don't necessarily have to. Coming in the near future or recent past. <laughs> and unless it's a, unless it's a movie that TJ likes and no one else does and he makes us watch it anyway because I am dictator <laughs> someday we may coup TJ but on that day hopefully it will be entertaining and we will video it and it will make us YouTube famous hey man um, I keep on giving everyone the option to pick out movies and nobody gives me input so I just pick out I give movies. you input all the fucking time and you're like yeah but we're gonna do this <laughs> I mean, I I did get hackers in there, but that was like, you wanted to do that too. So, you know, like that wasn't like a hard sell. Well, you made us watch rubber for fuck's sake, man. I'm not letting that one go. Update the spreadsheet with like movies that you want to talk about. Well, we'll, we'll do, we'll do Firefox. I just replace everything in the spreadsheet with fuck TJ. Uh, please don't do that. I won't do that. I, I've put, it would be I've funny, put a though. good deal of time into this spreadsheet. Now, see, if I was like more tech savvy and I knew how to, you know, temporarily, temporarily replace something, I, I would totally do that. Yeah. But I, I don't know how to do that. And I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Cry wolf. Don't waste your time. Um, Sweet. You know, if, you, if you you're going to wait... 
if you're gonna watch Cry Wolf, don't watch Cry Wolf. Watch Urban Legends. Huh. Okay. Uh, Rebecca Gayhart, Joshua Jackson. Uh, I forget who the other female lead is, but um, uh, Robert Englund's got a cameo, and it's essentially you know, uh, Brad Dorf's got a cameo early in it. Oh, um, love you, Brad Dorf. Yeah, how can you not love Brad Dorf? Oh, is that our next episode that we record? Is Needless Remake for Child's Play? (laughs) Maybe. That could work. Maybe. And if we do that, then you might hear it in like the next three months. (laughs) Because we already have seven episodes lined up for See It or Screw It. Jesus Christ, we have that many already? Yeah. Wow. Um, Yeah, please. Like, dude yeah remind me to t- remind me to yell at you about this off mic anyway yeah you don't need um, to yell at me at off mic so i'm not gonna remind you um what fuck else off. did I, I, I watch i will make sure to remember. oh hey um, we we've watched now half of the first season of moon Knight. um by the time this comes out the rest of moon Knight should be done yeah but uh yeah no I, i'm i'm digging the fuck out of it yeah, um, Moon Knight is awesome. It's like, uh, what if Mr. Robot was like a superhero and, you know, less, considerably less awkward? Well, his Steven personality is still pretty damn awkward. He it, Yes, but Steven is... Uh, so for those of you who don't know why I'm drawing this comparison, uh, both characters are both main characters have dissociative identity disorder um whereas you know i would argue that all of elliot's personalities are more awkward than all of mark slash steven because i don't know which is the primary personality i i think that mark is the primary personality I am not sure about that. I'm really not uh, sure about that either. But like, like I, I've, can... I've been reading some theories as well that like potentially each personality has its own soul, so certain personalities got snapped within him. Yes, I've also heard that theory as well. Um which I think is actually a really cool concept. Um but considering that the only passport we've seen is in uh mark's name Mm -hmm. i I would assume that mark might actually be the primary personality because everything we've seen tethered to steven is um not as firm although i will say that like i don't know how employment works in the uk but i would assume that like you probably need to produce some kind of documentation to get a job at like I I think he works at the VNA. So like if he works at like a major museum, I would assume he needs like whatever their equivalent of like a social security card is. Yeah, I would guess the same thing, especially now. I mean, I don't know how it so, works with the GRC though in their universe. Because yeah. potentially their Britain didn't have a Brexit. Right. So yeah, I don't I don't know exactly, but like I, it, and and Marvel has already teased that there is a third personality that we haven't even 
named or really seen a much of but like we've especially seen, we've seen what this third personality does yes that's it but we haven't we don't have a name we haven't talked to it we haven't seen from its eyes yet really yeah um no i, I really like how they keep on presenting like the different personalities being reflection of self it's well yeah interesting and like you know the way that they swap body is um looking into each other's eyes <laughs> i mean I, I i think that that's more of like a good visual representation like i think that you know again i think the way mr robot does it is really interesting as well but you know i concur um, watch mr robot folks i'll say it again yeah, watch Mr. Robot. I think that all of it is on Amazon Prime. So yes, it's if all you on there. Have a Prime membership. You have no excuse to not watch it. Yeah, it's and it's fantastic. Like, and it's less of a commitment than the Venture Brothers, which I mean, you already left this episode to go watch mm, all of. Actually, time wise, Venture Brothers is less. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? It's more seasons, but it's less like minute wise. Yeah, but I mean. Because you have to remember, five seasons with one-hour episodes, which are essentially four. like... Four seasons. Oh, I thought it was five. No, it's four. It's four seasons with probably closer to like a 44-minute runtime because it aired on USA. Are they 13 or 22-episode seasons? 13. Or less, actually. I I think that they're 13, though, generally. I still think that Venture Brothers, minute-wise, is less than Mr. Robot. It's possible. Because seven but... seasons and ranging from, I think, nine to 15 episodes in a season. With a 22-minute runtime? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, potentially. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Math is hard. Yeah. I mean, just my brain wants to say that minute-wise, Venture Brothers is less. It's possible, for sure. Um the movie might push that over the edge, though. Oh, the movie could push it over the edge. Um, Ooh, we're getting a Venture Brothers movie. We should have had more seasons, but I'll fucking take the consolation prize over just getting told that, <laughs> yeah, like... it's over. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, like, you know... Yeah. Especially because, like, the pandemic news that I needed, like, early on, like... The, the first October of the pandemic was Venture Brothers renewed for another season. And then like two weeks later, Venture Brothers canceled. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Yeah. Eat my entire ass. Um, Yeah. Just cancel like the best show you've ever had, but that's fine. Uh, I mean, whatever. They're never going to cancel Rick and Morty and unless it gets really bad. Oh, I so. wasn't even thinking Rick and Morty. I was thinking Metalocalypse. I mean, there's that too, but at least that's getting a movie as well. I mean, the fact that oh, like it's everybody movie. Yeah, they're getting a final movie too. Oh, they already had a final movie. I know. Wait, the Doomstar Requiem was their finale movie. Yeah, but that was years ago, wasn't it? That was years ago. I think they're getting another movie. Oh, cool. Like, I think that when they greenlit the Venture Brothers final movie, they greenlit another movie for Metalocalypse as well. Oh, and initially they greenlit another movie uh, movie for Aqua Teen, But I think that that movie idea has been turned has into been... another season yes. of a new 
Aqua, you know, whatever. Aqua something, you know, whatever. Well, I'm, I'm doubting they're going to go with that, but I know, but I, I need to, I need to actually go back and cause like after it stopped being called Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I, I was in and out. I was, it's quality I, I've only dropped seen a way hand. off. I'm sure, but I still feel like I should go back through and watch all of it. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, if we're going to do that, I would rather us do um, Black Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It does. It's. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess I just have more of a thing for like black exploitation comedy than you do. Yeah, you definitely do. Like it doesn't tickle my brain the same way it does yours. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I entirely blame growing up with In Living Color and uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> I mean, I absolutely loved, I mean, uh, Dirty Dozens is like my favorite skit from In Living Color, though. That and like, oh man, Build a Fireman? Whatever the fuck. Fire Marshal Bill. Fire Marshal Bill. There you go. Homie the Clown. Homie the Clown was fucking bomb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still disappointed that we never got the Homie the Clown spinoff movie that we were promised for years and years. Oh, that would have been either that would have been awesome or it would have ruined everything. Oh, it probably would have ruined everything, but I still would have watched it. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. But like, I'd rather have the positive memory and feel cheated than have had the bad thing and have it ruined all in my head. Um, Things that don't suck and definitely don't suck. Um... So, uh, right. live action Star Trek. Real fast. All right. Well, I'll continue talking. Uh, live action Star Trek has continued talk to talk about prove... pie card. I, that's what. Uh, thank you, Ted. <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> Captain Obvious. Anyway, I so what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I know you can't. He he. I don't know if you could hear that, folks. He said he can't hear what I'm saying. And that's why we're going to talk all kinds of shit about him. Just kidding. Um, so live action Star Trek has continued the uh, time-honored tradition of the first season of, at least, of every Star Trek show being, uh, if not the weakest, one of the weakest seasons. Um, the first season of Picard was not the worst first season of a Star Trek I've ever seen. The second season is considerably better. Um, we're about halfway through it, I think, at this point. And it is much more interesting. Um, the characters are well-developed. We've got a really good plot. Um, everything's moving along nicely. And it's just much more engaging. Like, I, the difference between for me between a good Star Trek season and a bad Star Trek season is that the bad ones I will watch, but it will be kind of like in an unenthusiastic way. And it might take myself a little bit more convincing to like want to sit down and actually do it. Uh, whereas a good one is like, I'm pumped. I am pumped for the next one to come out. Like I can't wait to see it. And the second season of Star Trek of Star Trek Picard has definitely proved to be one of those this is a good season. I am pumped every time a new episode comes out because I get to see another episode. Um, Speaking of, um, do we want to keep on going with this episode and not go watch the newest Picard right now? Because 
We're actually recording on a Thursday. We, we're recording on the day that episode 47 got released. So you do the math. <laughs> math is dumb. Um, so I don't know, man. You say that, and I just kind of want to go watch it now more because you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that that's there. And it's like, oh, but but I but I want to I want to I want to watch it. I'm I'm really pumped to see what's happening with Jurati, especially me, too. Uh, Uh, So instead of cracking open a bonus beer, um, I think we're going to wrap this shit up. And I would like to point out for those of you who cannot see us on the video feed because we don't actually release that, um, I lost my furry companion about halfway through this episode and TJ has kept his the whole time. Yeah, uh, Sunshine fell asleep underneath the covers. I see a, I see a foot. Uh, Sunshine is a dog, f- folks. Uh, she's very sweet. And she has decided that she is absolutely fucking obsessed with TJ. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't even cute. say obsessed. I would say uh, psychotically enamored. Uh, that that's probably a good way to put it. Uh, he, he's her. She. Uh, he's her boyfriend now. Yeah, she she has tried to hump me, or at least my arm. Actually, no, she tried to hump my leg the other night too. So Aww. she's tried to like hump me several times. And, and apparently like, she's never done no. this to anyone else ever. Apparently not. So she's in love with me. It's uh actually really adorable. Aw. Man, animals like me, man. I mean even Sperry's warming up to me. I mean Sperry kind of warms up has warmed up to me a little bit too, although I might have boned myself a little bit by being like can i pick you up and she was like did that just happen no 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 fuck this uh it's probably just something she's not used to yeah i honestly think that sperry might be a sexist cat because she tends to trust women more easily (laughs) i mean that's not that uncommon yeah Bug, bug definitely prefers Women she doesn't know over men she doesn't know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. She's a pretty equal opportunity attention whore once she gets to know you, I guess. Absolutely. Oh, man. You want to know what we forgot from our commercials? The commercial for us and our Patreon oh, yeah. at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. That's N-E-B-R for New England Beer Reviews, patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. The second person to give us money will get a box of beer and be featured on show if you want to be. Um, And hop on it soon because we do have somebody who's apparently interested, a dude from a band who's hopefully going to be a guest anyway in the future. Um, But yeah. Uh, you can check us out Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to this podcast. Wherever the fuck you listen to your podcast from. Wherever the fuck you're listening to it now. <laughs> yeah. All 28 of you. <laughs> Unless we're beaming directly into your teeth, in which case that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that would be pretty rad. I mean, horrible for you, but rad for us. 
Actually, no, not even rad for us. It would be kind of horrible for us because then we wouldn't get the numbers. Not that we care about numbers because this is a passion, not a um, money I mean, it would be nice thing. to not, I know, but it would still be nice to have it not be a significant financial investment due to the cost of beer. So, folks, it, again. It, would, it would be nice to be able to write off beer. Yeah, thank that would be that would be lovely if you kind people would uh, I mean, help me pay for this shit. Honestly, um, what you really should do is establish our New England Beer Reviews LLC so that the money from your father goes into that, and then you can count like everything you get from Ford's show as expenses. <laughs> Yeah, but that only works if you actually itemize your taxes, and I don't have enough stuff to. Uh, That's why you do it itemize. as an LLC, because you oh. have to file taxes for it separately. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Says the person who still hasn't filed their taxes, and yes, it is before tax day. FYI, folks who are potentially listening and going, <laughs> yeah. wait, tax day happened a while ago. No, no, I am still before it. I am. I, mean, I have we, just we been could we could give you a head we could give you a heads up that tax day is April eighteenth, but you're gonna hear this after April eighteenth. <laughs> and you go, Oh shit. But hey, I mean if you didn't know before, I guess you know now, so yay. <laughs> I mean, I not only filed my taxes today, but I also had my tax returns accepted from both federal and state today. Yeah, that usually doesn't take that long though. No, it went fast. Hopefully I get my money fast too. <laughs> It's my money, and I want it now. <laughs> All right. That's your final word. <laughs> that works. Call J.G. Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. I've been T.J. Davis alongside Emily Schick. We've been New England Beer Reviews. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed us. Tell your friends. All of them. All of them. <laughs> uh, it, it put together a subliminal messaging video, and uh, we'll send you a free box of beer for that as well. <laughs> um, allegedly. Snow globes. All about the snow globes. Allegedly. Uh, Just like all the shit that Raytheon does, except Raytheon doesn't have to lie because bunny. Yeah. Um, anyway. Bye. Bye.